0: world that has gone mad, insane, loco, nuts, and any other terms you want to use to describe it, there is only one man that can save you from this world, and that is the crazy man himself, Crazy K, the k And if you believe all of that, stick around, because maybe we might talk about something that interests you. Or at the very least, entertain you for a little while. this ain't Matthew McConaughey. This is the crazy man himself, the K-Man, host of the new podcast Thoughts of a Crazy Man. And hopefully, if you enjoy this episode, we'll be able to continue to bring more towards you as time goes by. So with that being said, with this being the first episode, I guess I need to let those of you that don't know who I am Know who I am. But you know what the K Man is, who the K Man is, and why the K Man is. And somewhere along the way, what the K Man is. Wait, did I already say that? Anyways, so a little backstory on the K Man. The K Man itself is a stage name that is derived from a nickname. So many years ago, many moons ago, I had a theory that there were two types of crazy people in the world. Categorized them as crazy spelt with a C and crazy spelt with a K. Those spelt with a C, that was your typical maniacs, the murderers and rapists and just pretty much anything that was, uh, you know, not normal. Like, any type of crazy is normal. But anyways, <laughs> that was your crazy with a C's. Now, you're crazy with a K's, that is the people that will say and do off-the-wall stuff, but know that there's a line you don't cross. And I pretty much fall under that category. As you probably will find out as time goes on. Anyways, because of that, friends started calling me Crazy K., And when I decided to start doing music, I shortened down and called myself The K-Man. And The is spelled T-H-A. Anyways, I started putting out music about 10 years ago, and so that's probably where some of y'all will know me from, is that most of my music I put out is it's hip-hop music, but what sort of message? Here lately, I've been steering away from that and i've been doing more instrumental type stuff instrumental i did just recently has been sort of a i guess you want to say holiday type deal you want to think along the lines of something like the nutcracker with the battle and stuff like that which the song the instrumental itself is called winter battle the instrumental I did previously before that was more of a rock slash soul song. So as you can see, I've been getting away from more of the hip hop, but not to say that I won't do more in the future. Anyways, now some of y'all may know me from a little thing that happens once a month. There's a YouTube channel called OMB Reviews, uh, hosted by Odin. And once a month, he has a live stream on YouTube, and that is called The Chosen of Valhalla. And he has me and a few others on there, and we talk about movies we've seen and other things along the way. So that's where some of y'all might know me from as well. Anyways, that is the K-Man. Now, I may go ahead and give you tidbits about myself along the way. To let you in a little bit more about who the K-Man is and whatnot. But I think y'all are more interested in getting this podcast started than anything else. Am I right? Yeah! Yeah, I thought so. Anyways, uh, Thoughts of a Crazy Man has been something that I've been wanting to do for a while now. Maybe not necessarily the idea of the show itself as far as like the content goes but doing a podcast in general has been something I've been planning in my head for the past two years now. And yes, before y'all say it, I do have thoughts. I do have a brain. Contrary to what many of y'all will say, I do have a brain. I'm a failure because I haven't got a brain. (laughs) Anyways, so pretty much the podcast itself is going to be a little bit off the cuff. Uh, pretty much anything that's running through my head at that particular time. I'll be trying to keep it on topic for the most part. Uh, One thing that I will try my hardest to do is stay away from politics as much as possible. I won't guarantee that it won't pop in because, unfortunately, these days, it's something that everybody has to throw in. But we get so much of it that... I want to try my hardest to keep it out of there. But anyways, it, like I said, this podcast is going to be something where each episode is going to be, most part, 90, not, probably 98 99% of it is going to be new script. It's going to be me pulling a topic out of thin air, or in this case, I had, I uh, got random topics. I pull one out, And that's going to be what I talk about. Now, I might have a few notes on each topic just in case something pops up and I need some kind of clearing, backing, or whatnot. But for the most part, no, it's going to be what I'm thinking about right then and there. Like right now, my main thoughts is movies, music, and for some strange reason, an ice cream sundae. Unfortunately, I... Do not have access to an ice cream sundae. There's nothing in the studio to make one and the hour that I am recording this right now there's no place open that I know of nearby that would serve it. So if any of y'all out there can be kind enough to make an ice cream sundae put it in a time machine and send it back to this time, whenever I'm recording, that would be great. Until then, we're stuck here talking about whatever's on my mind. And I guess uh for the first podcast, uh like I said, normally I would be pulling stuff out of a hat, but I think that we're gonna do it a little bit differently differently for this time. Now, yeah, like I can speak <laughs> and maybe uh because of the fact that right before I came on and started recording, I seen a post in there talking about, I guess it must be the anniversary of whenever the Blair Witch Project uh, movie, documentary or whatever you whatever they want to call it horror movie. It uh, I guess apparently I guess it must be the anniversary of when it came out, cause somebody posted something about how the movie had was on a budget of $60,000 and they made like over $2 million at that time. And to me, I just, I to this day, I still don't get the hype. Me personally, now when I was younger, uh, there was, I didn't really do horror movies. I'm not saying that I didn't watch them and I didn't enjoy a lot of them. But back whenever I was younger, when I was a kid, I was one of those ones that uh, I didn't like it because of the fact that we'll take like Freddy Krueger with Nightmare on Elm Street and movies like that. Those type of movies I I watched, but it would give me nightmares. When it came to the Blair Witch Project, however, it is the first so-called horror movie in history that I have ever watched that I literally fell asleep at. I know it's probably an unpopular opinion and I'm probably going to get a lot of flack for it, but it's the truth. I literally was probably 20 minutes into watching the movie, not knowing anything about the movie prior, with the exception of friends and other people telling me about how when they seen it, that it scared them and they hyped it up just as much as the press and everything everyone else did. But when I went to see it, I fell asleep. I literally, like, probably 20 minutes in, I woke up to it being close to the end of the movie to where I had to go back to where the last part that I remember seeing and rewatching it. I don't know. Maybe I don't know if it was them arguing about stupid map for a good chunk of a time or if it was a shaky cam or just them arguing in general the whole time. But it wasn't something that captivated me, it wasn't something that made me get scared or anything like that. And I, you can't say that maybe I was growing out of the stage of. Movies scare me or whatnot, cause there was a few later on that I ended up having nightmares about uh, different movies that came out afterwards. But that one, no, it's it just one of those deals. And I mean, you can sit there and argue with me about it if you want. I mean, if, if it's something that you liked, if it's something that actually scared you, I applaud you for that. I mean, at least it it immersed you into the story and. That, that's the whole point of it is that you should be able to enjoy it. I mean, there's so many people these days that they'll dislike something or they'll just flat-out hate something, especially when it comes to movies and TV shows, that if you say that you like it, they'll sit there and swear up and down that you've lost your mind. Now, you can sit there and say that, You can argue that something is objectively bad. But at the end of the day, if it's something you enjoy or whatnot, then it has its good qualities for you. And that goes with pretty much any movies. I mean, there's movies that people, they they love, and there's movies that they hate. And not everybody's going to like the same thing. Not everybody is going to hate the same thing even though a lot of people like to try to pretend these days. But, and that's the great thing about being individuals. I know I'm kind of jumping around here, but uh, that's something that we have lost touch of is the individual person. Everybody wants to be on the hype train and to try to keep it with the whole realm of movies. I mean, that, that goes with movies and TV shows of today where people will get so hyped up and they'll want to be part of a group part of a crowd that it could be movies that are bad but because the popular thing on social media is that it's good or it could be some a movie that maybe not the greatest in the world but it's something that you know is it's a good movie It it, has its problems, but it's nothing that you can't overlook. But because popularity on social media is to hate it, then everybody wants to hate on it. And somewhere along the way, we used to fight, especially when I was a kid, we used to fight for our individuality of what we liked and who we were. And nowadays, it's just come to a point to where pretty much... Everybody wants to be, nobody wants to be grouped into anything, but at the same time, they want to group into everything. And that's the reason why you have so many, we'll go, we'll take the uh, Fast and Furious franchise, for example. Now, I know I'm probably going to get a whole lot of hate off this first episode just because of the fact that I personally do not like Fast and the Furious. Or let, let me back that up a little bit. I don't like what it's become. I loved the uh, first one. second one was okay. Loved the third one. And truth be told, me personally, I think they should have ended the franchise after the fourth. Yeah, I mean, it kind of... With the fourth movie, it kind of wrapped up everything perfectly. You know, you had... The first one, you had the second one that it didn't really center around the first one other than racing. The third one, it didn't have nothing to do with the original characters. However, it still dealt with racing. And the fourth one, it brought everybody back from the original, or most of everybody anyways, from the original. And they could have tied it up right there, but nah, then they wanted to sit there and have their 12, 18-mile whatever, runway, and that thing just shot off into space. And so now you have you have a franchise that went from street racing to almost superhero, uh, super-powered humans. And so pretty much for me, it's one of those deals where I don't really care for it. But there are people that will sit there and defend it to the end of time because of the fact that it's supposed to be stupid, fun, turn your brain off type deal, which I get that. There are a lot of movies like that, and there are a lot of movies like that that I do like, but it's whenever you constantly trying to change the rules, like no matter what you make, it don't matter if it's a movie, no matter if it's a book, TV show, whatever. Usually, whenever you set rules to that, you usually try to, you should always try to keep with those rules. The original Fast and Furious, it was set in real world. I won't say that some of the stunts in that movie shouldn't have killed some people, but but for the most part, it was set based in reality. And now, like I said, we got people sitting there flipping and cars down cliffs and everything else and surviving with barely even a scratch. It's like, it's like they set the rules for it. And then they just decided, you know what? We're not going to follow the rules, which I mean, to an extent is fine. But at the same time, you can't sit there. it, It makes your brain do a complete halt. You're like, you're like, okay, uh, This is reality. I can see this happening. Like, if I'm outside and I see cars racing and whatnot, yeah, I can see that. And then all of a sudden, oh, dude just fell from 20 stories up in the air, and he's not scratched. Like, what was that? And I won't just point it at uh, the Fast and Furious franchise. I mean, plenty of franchises do that type of stuff. Where there's inconsistencies and whatnot, but people will defend it because one is popular. And number two, it's, they don't have to think, which don't get me wrong. I mean, when I go to a movie, I don't go looking for reality. I don't go looking for stuff that I see every day, but I do try to make sense of everything. Like if you tell me that in whatever world it is, of that movie, that fish can fly and birds swim, then I do not expect to see a a fish go diving 2,000 feet underwater and being able to survive. To get back to my original point is that I have come across a lot of people, whenever I tell them that I don't like franchises like Fast and Furious or any ones like that, I just just mostly pick that one because it's a is probably one that even people that don't really pay attention to know. But anyways, for me, I'll sit there and say that I dislike something. And I will have people defend it to the end of the world because it is the popular thing to do. People will do that with movies and TV shows. There's plenty of TV shows out there that I have yet to see. Shoot, there's TV shows that I have seen and disliked, and people think I have lost my mind. But anyways, uh, let's see if we can try to talk about some positive stuff. Uh, Try to not do too much of a rant, especially for the first uh, episode. Let's let's talk about some good movies and TV shows and whatnot. Uh, We've had a lot of good ones throughout the years. It's not necessarily recent. It's been out for months now and it's starting to die off because of the fact that it's pretty much hit the end of its run as far as like theaters and stuff goes. And that's a Top Gun Maverick. It's pretty much the sequel that nobody asked for, but the sequel that we needed. And it was one that a lot of people have come together and actually said that it was good. Now, I won't sit there and try to claim that I know everything, and there's going to be things that I get wrong, and if you want to email me or DM me in my social media or whatnot, let me know. I, I'm i all for it. All I ask is that you be civil and respectful and your explanation. So, as I was going to say, I don't know... Like, as far as the reality aspect of it, I couldn't tell you everything that would hold true in a real-life situation. As far as, like, because, I mean, there's been... I've heard different things where some people claim that if Tom Cruise's character would have did something like that in real life, especially at his age, that he would have been court-martialed and or, or whatever, and that's possible. But uh, as far as the movie itself goes, I mean, I think it really, it really respected the first movie and the characters and the audience in general. And it's one of those movies that you didn't have to completely turn your brain off, but you c- could still enjoy it. It's one of those deals where you were immersed enough into it that you weren't worried about what was going on in the actual real world. You weren't worried about politics. You weren't worried about how you were going to get your next meal or if you were going to be able to pay your mortgage or rent for that month, or if you were going to be able to make it to your kid's recital or anything like that, which those are all important things. But for those But for that short time that you were in that theater or that short time that once it comes on to streaming and physical media, you're going to be able to sit there and you're going to be like, okay, the real world doesn't exist for this two hours or however long the movie is. And that is something that a lot of people really enjoy about movies and enjoy about TV shows and it's been something that has been around pretty much since the first ever movie was ever made or as far as that goes just the first film ever made It didn't even have to be an actual full-length movie and that is pretty much what movies and TV shows are supposed to be about I mean I'm not worried I'm not look when I go to see a movie or when I watch a TV show unless I'm watching something that's based on true events or unless it's a documentary or something like that I'm not looking to see 100% realism I'm not looking to see the same thing like if I see something outside and I go into a theater and I look at the screen and I see the exact same thing that I just seen outside, then it kind of throws me out of the fact that this is a whole nother world, that this is something that is complete that is different. And that that is where and that is where the main question comes or not question, but the main thing in general when it comes to movie is walking that fine line. You want to make it realistic enough to where people can sit there and believe that something like that could happen or that maybe not necessarily in our reality or on our planet, but maybe out there in an alternate universe or on another planet or something like that, that it is possible. But you want to sit there and be able to balance that between reality, and fiction to where you have your suspension of disbelief, but at the same time, your brain is not going to a complete halt. And that's the type of movies and TV shows that I like to see. I mean, now granted, uh, ones like John Wick, now that one, you do have to have a lot of suspension of disbelief because of the fact that for... Keanu Reeves' character to survive, some of the stuff that he did in those movies, you do have to hold back a little bit. Not to say that it can't happen or whatnot, but it's still a little bit more realistic than some other movies. And that, and speaking of which, that is another great franchise that uh, hopefully they'll know when to hold back on that one. When to say, you know what, we've done a great job. Now maybe it's time to Try to do something else. I'm not saying that they can't do like maybe uh, little spin-offs. Like I, I know they've talked about it. Unfortunately, I haven't been able to read up more on it since then. But I know that there was talk of a spin-off TV show to talk about the Continental, the hotel that is featured in the movie. But uh, I mean, if they want to do something like that, but Hopefully they, as far as movie wise goes, as great as a franchise has it been, I'm hoping that the fourth movie is a cutoff as far as the John Wick character, because to me there is a such thing not not necessarily with John Wick, but just anything in general is that there does there does need to be a cutoff at some point, because I like they say there's too much of a good thing, and that. To me, that that would be a great cutoff. Is now how they do it. That is another way because they they could go many different ways with it if they want to make the fourth one be the final. I mean, they could have it to they could have the happy ending where John ends up, regardless of if it's just disappearing or if some by some miracle he ends up taking out the whole organization. That you know, he could take out the whole High Council or whatnot, or they could go. The route of, hopefully not, but they could go the route of John not making it out of the movie. And either way, for me, if done right, I would be happy with either one of those endings. Just as long as they sent the character off right, did the correct way, and they left it at that, and then tried to sit there and say, oh yeah, I know we did this, but because we want to make more money, let's do this. That's definitely... Something that I'm looking forward to is seeing that movie unfortunately, we don't get to see it until next year. Come on now y'all gotta y'all gotta put this movie out now <laughs> uh yeah, I mean there's all kinds of great shows and movies out there, and there's a lot of them that they'll sit there like I said they won't they won't follow their same formula like. In one movie, they'll say one thing, and the next, they'll say something completely different that makes absolutely no sense. And then there's ones that they actually follow their rules and they step they step just correctly to where they're not they teeter they might be teeter a little bit, but they stay firmly for the most part on that tightrope between reality and suspension of disbelief, and those are the type of movies that I like to see, and also movies that makes you actually think. I mean, movies like the original Matrix that I won't necessarily say that it made you think that you're in a computer simulation, but just the whole idea in itself of it made you, uh, it made you think that is something like that possible. I mean, movies like V for Vendetta, the, those type of movies where they're produced good and they have a great storyline, and they make you think. Those are the type of movies that that they, for them, they give you suspension of disbelief, but they make you think, hey, what? It, maybe this is possible, and that is something that a lot of franchises need to learn about. But uh, anyways, uh, I just more or less need to wrap this up, because of the fact that I have been up for nearly 24 hours, with the exception of maybe an hour power nap that I had, and so I'm going to cut this episode short, but I hope you like it so far, and I promise you that there will be a little bit more excitement, a little bit more Uh, entertainment moving forward. But this one here was just more or less an intro just because I, like I said, I'm somebody that I usually try to keep my word unless it's something that's out of my, if it's something that's out of my control, then it's out of my control. But if if I can try to control it, then I keep my word the best I can. And I've told people that I would get this podcast out there. I would have it at the very least recorded before the end of July. And I'm literally recording this the last day of July. So hopefully if things keep going the way they do, and if y'all enjoy this cast, let me know. Give me some ideas. Shoot me some uh, topics that y'all want to hear about or just ideas on what you think I should say and do on the show that might make it a little bit more interesting. Might make it a little bit more fun. Just holler at me. I mean, it, all you gotta do is you go to my website, extaboundaries.co. That has all the links to all my social media accounts except for mine's and one other one, which I will be getting up there soon. It has my email address. It even has a P.O. box to where you can... Send me stuff. If you want to send me a letter, go old-fashioned way and send a handwritten letter of of ideas and whatnot, go ahead and do so. Feel free. But yeah, but before I go, I do want to give a shout-out to Moments Photography. for They're the ones that did the photo shoot for the promos that I've been using for the podcast and for my website. Yes, I, if you look at my website, I do own my own video and photography company, but for this one, I the people that are own that company, I know them very well, and they're just starting out, and I wanted to give them an opportunity to try to get their name out there, and so I had them do it for me this time around, real great people, they are real good on their prices, and They'll pretty much work with you for the most part on what you're looking for. And uh, all you got to do is uh, you can go ahead and give them a shout-out. They're on Facebook. They're on Instagram. They have their own website, momentsphotographytn.com. So go ahead and go over there and book your next session to do some type of photo shoot with them. And uh, help out uh, independent uh Business owners they really do deserve it anyways, I want to say uh thank you and for sticking through this first episode, like I said, I plan on doing a lot more better episodes. hopefully the uh, mic situation and just the well the whole interface truthfully will be settled by the time I do the next podcast which I'll have to work on a date for that one as well. And just like I said, go ahead and send me an email, a DM or even snail mail and uh let me know what you want to hear, what you want what you want this program to be about cuz I mean, yes, it will be what I want for the most part, but at the same time, you're the one that's listening. So I do want to give a little something back to you as well. So, yeah, shoot me a letter or something. Let me know what's on your mind. But, yeah, anyways, I'll go ahead and wrap this up here for this episode. Hope you enjoyed it and hope to see you. No, I guess I was going to say hope to see you around next time, but I don't think that's going to work now, is it? (laughs) But, uh, anyways, hopefully, you all will be around for the next one. And, uh. Just remember that it's a crazy world out there, and you got to be crazy to survive it. Take it easy. Later.